podcast, where our goal is to keep you motivated, inspired, and energized. As a runner, or perhaps you are looking for the right motivation to become one, you've definitely found the right place. We share inspirational stories from real runners, motivating running-related information, and much more to help you feel good about your running. And now your host and a longtime feel-good runner himself, Jim Lynch. Hello, runners from the United States and all over the world. That's right. My name is Jim Lynch. This is my podcast, Feel Good Running. And yes, I have listeners to my podcast from all over the world. I check the stats and I see different countries that people listen to me from. I can't believe it. I'm just a guy on an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean in an office that blabs behind a microphone to share my passion of running with you, which I hope motivates you and inspires you and it finds some spark for you to become a better runner and that you enjoy what this podcast brings to your life as a runner. So how about that? Thank you. I am so grateful, so humbled that you're listening. All right, I'd like to welcome you to the first mini-sode. Yes, this is a mini-sode, which is a shorter version of my normal podcast where I have guests. Now, what I want to do with the mini-sode, if you have listened to some of my episodes, you know that I included a little segment about news stories that are running-related that I found that would be motivating and interesting to you as a runner. And I also plan to do other mini-sodes that might have a certain running topic, like running, wearing headphones, or something of that sort. Just interesting topics that are very minimal time-wise as far as an episode. And of course, I'll continue to bring you my regular episodes with very special running-related guests, and that'll happen each and every month. So there you go. All right, turkey. I love turkey. And I love Thanksgiving. Why? Because it brings people together. Whether you're with your family or with your friends, It is a day for you to just relax and enjoy some good food with some good company. But what's really special about Thanksgiving, in my opinion as a runner, is the turkey trot. Now, I'll bet you if you're listening to this in your city, there's probably a turkey trot that's going to happen on Thanksgiving morning. Now, these are phenomenal runs because one, you can get some good exercise in, two, They're usually well participated. Three, when it's time for your Thanksgiving feast, you don't feel as guilty. You can just chow down and enjoy guilt-free a great Thanksgiving meal. So sign up for one of your turkey trots. And if by any chance you're on Maui, we are putting on a turkey trot through Valley Isle Roadrunners. And you can find out more information at VIRR.com. It is a beautiful run. It's up in Kula, which is an upcountry, so it's cooler out there. And we have a 16-mile or an 8-mile option, and people bring up food to donate for the Maui Food Bank. Pretty cool deal, man. Now, as for me, I am so grateful. My dear friend Patty has opened up her place for a big Thanksgiving feast with about 36 people. These are what we call on the island of Maui, orphan Thanksgiving. These are people that don't have any place to go, and most of them are runners. You know, we're all stuck here on this island in the middle of the Pacific, and it's very difficult to get back to the mainland for every single holiday. So we're all orphans, and Patty has graciously opened up her place, and all of us orphans are going to have a wonderful feast on Thanksgiving Day and enjoy everybody's company and have some nice laughs, I'm sure. I guess I'm an orphan. Never thought of it that way, but 
I'm an orphan, but don't feel sorry for me because I love Patty and I love Ellis Hangers and I love all the people that are going to be there, including Nita and Michael from Colorado, which are going to be my next episode's guests. And this is a very interesting story. They're actually out here to do the Honolulu Marathon in a couple weeks. And uh, their friend Laura is finishing her 50th state. She's actually my friend too. So they're stopping in Maui for a few days and I get to spend a little bit of time with them. They are a very special couple, very near and dear friends of mine, and we have a lot of history. And I'm very excited that they're going to be out here. So you don't want to miss that episode. It's the next episode coming out in a few weeks. And that, my friends, is going to be an absolutely awesome day. So don't cry for me, Argentina. Actually, I wonder if I have any listeners from Argentina. If you're listening from Argentina, send me a note. Say, hey, I'm from Argentina and I'm not crying for you. All right. So I was going through some stuff at home and I found some old pictures of me doing marathons. And I was looking at it really close and I checked out my arm and I had one of those old Timex Iron Man watches. I think they're called Iron Man watches. And then around my wrist next to the watch was a band that listed each and every mile and what time I was supposed to be hitting at each mile to be able to accomplish my time goal for the marathon. Wow, has technology come around because I can't live without my Garmin watch now that pretty much tracks anything and everything that I need. But I was really interested. I looked at my shoes too. And you know, we got all these colorful funky looking running shoes and so many varieties and so many companies now. But these were just basic, ugly white and gray or whatever, ASIC Keanos. It is just amazing how running has evolved. I'll put that picture in the show notes so you can take a look at it. If you've been running for quite a while, you probably have a ton of pictures also. It's great to reminisce, it really is. All right, everybody, happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you. I hope you have a wonderful time with whomever you're spending Thanksgiving with. All right, now it's time for the inaugural Feel Good Running Minisode Inspirational and Motivational News. Searching anywhere and everywhere, here is this episode's Feel Good Running News. 35-year-old Matt Creedon is from Denver. I know a little bit about Denver, but he now lives in Chicago. Chicago, as you know, is a great city, and there are many runners in that one spectacular marathon every year. Now, just over a year ago, on November 8th, 2018, Matt died for a few minutes. He flatlined, but was revived. Matt was a victim of a hit and run in Oak Park after leaving his job at a local business around 5.30 p.m. and hit by, according to a witness, a black SUV. Once at the hospital, Matt was put into a medically induced coma and did not wake up for two days. He suffered collapsed lungs, a broken pelvis, gashes in his head, and had emergency open heart surgery. In an emotional interview from the hospital with the local CBS news channel, he said to reporter Jeremy Ross, there is no reason I should be talking to you right now. I don't remember anything. Well, after months of physical therapy, Matt completed the Chicago Half Marathon on Sunday, September 29th in a time of two hours and 50 minutes. 
How amazing is that? Matt said to Jeremy Ross in a follow-up CBS News story, how much more inspiring can it be if we can be better than average? If I can be better than average after everything I've been through, there is no reason that anyone else cannot, no matter what's in your way. Well, unfortunately, the driver of the hit-and-run vehicle has never been found. Matt said he forgives the driver who hit him, and that is part of his healing process. You know, Matt is an everyday person that found running as a way to mentally heal by providing a challenge with a goal to finish. This is an example of what running can do. We are so proud of you, Matt, and the inspiration you provide. Keep on running, buddy. I have a friend, Sam Wilbur, which I interviewed both him and his wife in episode 11. Sam has a goal to visit every country, all 196 of them. That is an aggressive goal, and I have no doubt Sam will accomplish it. But maybe, just maybe, there is someone out there that has a more aggressive goal. Maybe this person has already accomplished that goal. And maybe this person has accomplished it in less than two years. Hmm. Well, Nick Butter of the United Kingdom is that person. In two years, Nick ran a full marathon in all 196 countries to raise money for prostate cancer. And I'm not kidding. Sorry, Sam, but I know you'll accomplish your goal eventually. So in order to do this, it took a lot of ambition and a huge why. And that why was for a friend, Kevin Weber, who was diagnosed with prostate cancer. They met in 2015 at a marathon, and Nick was so inspired by Kevin in his attitude towards life that he chose to run all the UN-recognized countries to raise money for Prostate Cancer UK, a nonprofit organization. 11,000 people a year die from prostate cancer. Well, you just don't say, I'm going to run a marathon in every country and start doing it. There are so many logistics, such as travel, visas, security, and locations. Plus, it took a ton of money, like in the tune of $1.3 million to be exact, which he was able to acquire through fundraising and sponsors. All right, so here's some statistics. Nick ran 5,139 miles. 3,916 of those miles were in the daylight, and 1,222 of the miles were in darkness. He traveled on 344 big planes and 111 tiny commuter planes. And he was in 599 plus airports. And total miles flown was 255,000. Now that should qualify him for a few free flights, wouldn't you think? Now throughout these two years, he was in 290 plus taxis. He stayed in 156 hotels, 59 host families welcomed him, he slept in 280 different beds, and he was in nine hostels. Oh yeah, nine presidents also ran with Nick during his journey. It took 22 months, but Nick finished on November 10th in Athens, Greece, which is appropriate for a marathon. A crowd of supporters were waiting for him, including his friend Kevin Weber, which he joyously crossed the finish line with Kevin by his side. Through his journey, Nick was able to raise $168,500 for prostate cancer thanks to sponsors, friends, and people he met along the way. There is so much more to this story and the adventures that Nick went through as he was 
videos in each country and I'm sure they'll be much more published. But for now, if you're interested in reading a little bit more, I have some links in the show notes at feelgoodrunning.com. And of course, you can easily Google Nick Butter and I'm sure you'll you'll get a lot more information on him. And I understand you can still contribute to Prostate Cancer UK, his fundraising effort. What a great story and an amazing individual. Way to go, Nick Butter. You're an inspiration, man. In 2015, Carlos Orozco weighed 650 pounds. Just imagine that and what life would be like. Carlos is from Zilwaukee, Michigan. I never heard of Zilwaukee. That's kind of a neat name, actually. So that year, Carlos had a doctor's visit, and he was told that weighing that much, he would be dead within two to three years. Obviously, the reality of that shook him up, along with his mother, who burst into tears. So Carlos decided right then and there to change his ways. He quit drinking, quit the three daily fast food visits, quit eating a bunch of junk food, and then he changed his eating habits and decreased the size of his meals. He is now eating fish, skinless chicken, vegetables, and fruit. And he started exercising, and in a short amount of time, he lost 100 pounds. Carlos was treated twice a week for severe swelling of his legs, which created infections. He also had severe gout, high blood pressure, and other health issues due to his obesity. Now, the initial weight loss and exercise built strength and improved his health so he could go through a surgery called sleeve gastrectomy, which removed 80% of his stomach. And as with so many others, Carlos discovered running. Shortly after the surgery, he actually walked a 5K in honor of a friend that died of a heart attack. And when he walked that 5K, he still weighed 400 pounds, but he was definitely hooked. Carlos began training six days a week, adding strength training, but slowly adding mileage to avoid the risk of injury. And as time went on, he dropped more and more weight and has done 5Ks and even a recent half marathon in three hours and six minutes. But Carlos was laser focused on his big goal of doing the Detroit Marathon last month. Now, Carlos ran and completed the 2019 Detroit Marathon, and he did it in six hours, 31 minutes, and 14 seconds. He was cheered on by his running club members in Saginaw, and he ran with a partner, Caitlin Trepkowski. Of course, they were both very emotional as they crossed the finish line. And let me revert back to the fact that Carlos was in a running club. I cannot tell you how important being involved in a running club is if you're a runner. You meet new friends that accept you and you become more motivated and inspired to achieve your goals. Last I read, Carlos is a slim 185 pounds. Man, what Carlos has done is such a life-saving, inspirational, amazing accomplishment on so many levels. You know, never doubt what running can do for you and your life, no matter what. Carlos Orozco lost 475 pounds and he saved his life. And there are so many other stories out there from so many people that found running and it changed or saved their life, just like it did for Carlos. So I have to ask the question, what can running do for you? If you're a runner, you know the answer to that. If you're not a runner and you're listening, why not give it a try? You never know. Carlos knows. On September 30th, Cade Lovell from St. Cloud, Minnesota ran the Francis Fanny Flyer 5K, say that a few times, in nearby Sartell. 
Though a decent runner, Cade never ran 3.1 miles. So towards the end of the race, the 5K runners were coming in and Cade was nowhere to be found. Heather, Cade's mom, started to worry since some of the runners coming into the final stretch were slower than Cade. Maybe he was having a bad race, she thought. Then Heather started to panic and went to race officials and a fireman, but they had no information. So then she got in her car and drove the course to see if Cade was possibly injured. Nothing, nowhere to be found. So like any mom would in this situation, she started to freak out, crying, not knowing what happened to her son. She went back to the finish line. Finally, a spectator was amazed by this cute boy doing extremely well in the 10K, and that boy turned out to be her son, Cade. Heather was mad thinking that Cade never told her he was going to run the 10K, and why wouldn't he? Well, what happened is when Cade approached the turn for the 5K, a volunteer mistakenly instructed him to keep running straight, thinking he was running the 10K. At the finish line area, Heather was still upset, but returned to her previous spot to wait for him to finish, and he finally came in running by himself, and she thought he was most likely in last place. Well, they connected at the finish line, and as Cade was tearfully explaining what happened because he was afraid his mom was mad at him, a race official came up and notified him that he came in first place for the 10K. No other runners have come in yet. His time was 48 minutes and 17 seconds, over a minute faster than the second place runner, 40-year-old Marie Schmitz. You know, that is a seven minute and 46 second pace that Cade ran. Well, Cade was tired, but excited. Oh, um, did I mention that Cade is nine years old? <laughs> In a bad mood? Like to run and you have a dog? Well, take your pup out for a run because it's apparently one of the top remedies for fighting bad moods. Yep, there was a recent study conducted by Canagan, a UK pet food company, and the University of Chichester, which is located in West Sussex. Now, this research found owners who regularly run with their pups had more of a get-up-and-go attitude, as well as greater feelings of stamina and vigor. Regarding the bad mood, the mood data revealed that negative moods such as depression, anger, and fatigue decreased following runs with dogs. And exercising with your dog is not only proven to improve cardiovascular health of yourself, but better yet, it also boosts your dog's overall health, mood, and fitness levels. So, get out and run with your dog. You know, living here on Maui, every day I see people running with their dog and it's really a pleasure to see. You have big dogs, small dogs, all kinds of dogs. We even have some runners in our Wednesday night Kihei running group that bring their dogs and run with them. I think it really enhances our Wednesday night group and I encourage our runners, if they want to, bring a dog and run with them. And speaking of dogs, the annual Running of the Wieners was held in Cincinnati a few months back. 100 dash hounds compete in heats to decide who the fastest dash hound is in the Midwest. This event kicks off the annual Cincinnati Oktoberfest Zincinnati, that's with a Z, Zincinnati, which is also one of the biggest Oktoberfests outside of Germany. Over a half a million people attend. Well, there's 10 heats with a distance of 75 feet or five seconds each. The dash hounds are dressed in hot dog costumes. 
That's got to be a sight. Well, good old Maple won this year, and he is the long-haired one-year-old dash hound. Maple's owner, Jake Sander, told WCPO that Maple is one of five dash hounds in the family and that he learned to run fast by chasing his brothers around. Now, to be fair, we want to give Leo and Bucky an honorable mention. They play second and third, respectively. And if that is not enough excitement for you, Cincinnati also hosts the world's largest chicken dance. Yeah, I think I will pass on that one. Respectfully, of course, you know. Well, there you go. You know, I get this news by searching different sources, and there are some good writers and reporters out there. And for each of these stories, there are links in the show notes and also credits the source. And you can find this at feelgoodrunning.com. That's feelgoodrunning.com. And hey, if you come across an inspirational, motivational, or entertaining news story that pertains to running, send it to me, Jim Lynch, the host, at jim at feelgoodrunning.com. And while you're at it, get on my mailing list. Why aren't you on my mailing list? And you can get on my mailing list again by going to feelgoodrunning.com. That's all you got to do. And then it has a pop-up and you can put your info in there. All right. Well, that's all I got to say about that. So let's move on. Here is a running quote to keep you inspired and feeling good. All right. Whether it's a long episode or a short mini-sode, we are still doing the motivational, inspirational quotes. And because it's Thanksgiving, yes, Thanksgiving. And so we're going to make this fun, whether you're doing a run in the morning, whether you're doing a turkey trot, whatever it is, think about these. Huffing for the stuffing. Yes, sir. Or how about this one? Burning thighs before pies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then this final one. Run now, pie later. Yep, they all relate to food later on in the day when you're going to just go into a comatose state after you eat so much food. But I hope you really do have a great Thanksgiving. Now, if you like the mini-sode, let me know and share this episode with your friends, your running friends, your running friends' friends, and your family and your family's family. That last one didn't make a lot of sense because they'd still be your family in some way, shape, or form, I guess. Anyways, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and a joyous time with your family and friends. Don't forget to go to the show notes at feelgoodrunning.com for more information on the news stories today. And you know what I'm going to say. Just show up and always, always feel good about your running. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Please consider sharing this podcast with your running friends and spread the feel-good running vibe around you. Head over to feelgoodrunning.com to access all the links and resources mentioned on the show. Until next time, keep motivated, keep focused, and keep on running. It is sure to make you, well, feel good. Good.